GM friends, welcome to Web3 Bytes, a short but informative clip from one of our full podcast episodes. If you like this content, check out the full episode and don't forget to subscribe. It helps us grow, but it also makes sure that you don't miss another episode of the Web3 Academy podcast. Enjoy. Why are we struggling so much to address climate change? Like we all talk about it. We all know it. It is so important. I think everybody on this call and everybody listening, I'm sure cares. What's the holdup? Yeah, it's, I mean, that is an absolute bird's nest of a question because I think there's a number of things going on here, right? But if we kind of want to bring it down to what we're talking today, it's definitely not intent, right? Like there's stats everywhere. And I think the, the latest one I've read is like 97% of people want a more sustainable life. They want to live a more sustainable life. The thing is, though, that they really, and actually Stefan sent this really interesting so, uh, report to me the other day, um, t- saying that later is too late. But really what it digs into is like, what's the narrative holding us back? What, you know, if people are, are saying they're motivated, they want to do it, what, why are we not connecting the dots here? What's the gap? And it really comes into, there's a few things, but a lot of it comes to do with, they want one, brands and, and governments to take that responsibility. There's been a lot of sort of propaganda that the individuals is the other ones responsible, right? But really that we know that, look, we're pushing up against the stream if individuals are really the ones to take this on their shoulders. Yes, we can do things, right? And people want to do things, but we have to enable that. So they want to be enabled. That means that brands, like perfect example is Bookio. They come in here and they go, look, we're going to do it. We're going to put it in our products. All you have to do is buy from us. You want this anyway. You get a choice to where, of who you buy this from. If you buy it from us, that, that box is ticked. That's done. The other thing I think we have to do is take trust out of the equation, right? So there's also a wealth of stats that basically say that people just don't trust it. They don't, I think, say 14% of people believe that when they see that sustainability sign, something is actually happening behind it. Not that they can articulate what that is, but there's a whole heap of people out there that go, yeah, I'm not so sure if that happens. And I'm one of them. And no one has the time to dig in to actually go and find out, is this brand actually standing up behind this? What are they doing to what extent? So we just sort of need to really try and remove that. This is obviously where blockchain really comes in. And then I think it, the other kind of interesting thing is around the narrative and the messaging. People are motivated, um, but they're not so motivated by the ways that we've been kind of communicating this so far. You know, we've really been coming to this with the stick, not the carrot. You know, what is often presented to us is this fiery future, which is actually kind of one, terrifying, and two, hard to kind of figure it out, right? Look, what does that even really look like of millions of people displaced and all the rest of it? But what this, actually, that Stefan sent me the other day was overwhelming is that people want to protect what they love and they want to make sure that the future or the next generation actually has the good things that we have. You know, we want to be making sure that uh, we're reminded of what we're fighting for is actually the things that we already love, the things that we want to remain, the things that we want to keep here and make sure that they, they actually you know, stay there for the future generations. So it's more around, I think, making it something that you go, okay, I, I know I love doing this thing. And if, you know, if the world goes to the place that we're, they're saying it can go to, we could lose this. We can't lose that. We can't lose this biodiversity. We can't lose all the things that make life life at the end of the day. So communication around that kind of way and the other thing for me i think is branding like when you look at the world branding is a powerful tool and it's not used in the space there isn't one brand that you can go to that go oh they're nailing it with this and i think that's that's a massive gap you know the brands that we have to turn to in a sustainability space are really other companies like you look at tesla's a car company car manufacturer patagonia makes you know outdoor clothing 
these are the brands that we hold up at the moment and there's nothing wrong with that like they are very good at what they do because they've nailed it they've also asked no one to to kind of sacrifice on style or um how good the car is you know if tesla wasn't as fast as and as sleek and as good a design as it was just because it was electric wouldn't make it different wouldn't make it good it's good because it's designed well it's you know just as competitive as any other car and again, this is where I then come back to Traco and what we're trying to do is going, you want that brand, you want that t-shirt, let's make that thing sustainable as opposed to having to choose a sacrifice and go for a different brand that you don't like as much, but you're trying to make a good decision. So if we can kind of put these things into places where people already are, paint a picture of we're doing this because we're trying to protect what we love and kind of just come at it with no need for trust, all the rest of it. Well, I guess like, like Stefan said, there is a need for trust, but the fact that it's radically transparent, you can see what's happening. I think that really does change it. There is a good chance that we can actually get people motivated and get more people involved. And again, it's about these micro actions at scale. You know, if we can get billions of these things happening all over the place, all of the time, through everyone's day, that actually will add up to this massive impact and really getting that kind of consumer powered climate action into full force. Thank you for listening to Web3 Academy, your one trusted source to capitalize on the next big phase of the internet. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and subscribe or follow so that you don't miss the next one. While you're at it, there's a link in the description for our free newsletter where we provide timely and relevant Web3 insights so you can confidently build and invest in Web3. Make sure to subscribe today. One final note. This podcast is for educational purposes only and nothing we say is financial advice. Crypto and Web3 are risky and you should never invest more than you're willing to lose. Thank you, friends, and see you in the next one.